0: Bless up, bless up, bless up, bless the fuck up bitch. your girl Convict of God And I'm coming through on this Sunday, yo Cause I just wanna just Free my brain real quick Just my thoughts You know what I'm talking about, late I oh, don't know, late my head is in, like, a million and one places. I got a lot of shit on my plate. The, the, and the portions is, like, way too big. Like, I don't even eat like this. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't necessarily greed or gluttony. Like, I ain't trying to take it all in. I'm just looking, like, why do I have this many plates in front of me? Like, I would never be the type of person to order, like, a seven-course meal, a five-course meal. Like, that's just too much food. That's unnecessary. Like, you I must be giving up some, like, some super small portions for me to even entertain that idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not one of those type of people that need a whole lot of choices. I get overwhelmed. It's too much, too many. Some people won't admit that. They'll just sit there and just be fucking overwhelmed with five million choices and steady trying to negotiate with themselves to choose, you know, which is one is going to be the best because, you know, they, they can't simplify the process. They didn't, they didn't understand math very well. So they didn't know how to simplify to be able to then multiply, to have what they want just from the basics. It's a skill. Mag- math is a language. And if you learn to speak it, it's a beautiful thing. But, um, I've been watching a couple of videos, I've been reading, I've been doing a lot. And, um, there's so much information that it has now made me overwhelmed. Like, my brain is in overload right now because of all the information that's in it. So, for everything that I take in, I got to start spitting shit out. I got to, hey, you need what? Let me come here. Let me holler at you real quick. Let me give you some knowledge. Let me give you some of this work because there's no point in me holding it all. That's just stupid. Like, who hoards knowledge? And I love to give it away. Like, I'm not finna charge you. I'm gonna give you the foundation. Now, if you want to build on it, that's your choice. And you're gonna have to pay the cost to build up. But I ain't got no problem with planting the seed. Seeds are free. Seeds are always free. Um, so um yeah, um there's a couple of things I want to talk about, and I, I don't even know where to start. I guess I should have mapped this shit out before I even started it. That would have been like the best way to go with this. So now we just gonna go on a rant together. So we're gonna call this. We're gonna call this a rant. We're gonna start off first with um I'ma need females to hold other females accountable. I'ma need men, or males, I should say, to hold other males accountable. Quit high-fiving your bro for dumb shit. Quit telling your sis or encouraging your sis to do dumb shit. Cause then, y'all look stupid as fuck together, for real, for real. But even sadder thing about it. Yeah, I did want to just leave that off. But the even sadder part about it is that y'all get mad and say somebody hating when they try to give you direction. Either you're going to be a community and the perfect understanding of the word community is the ending of it which is unity or being able to unite and come together and the only way you can come together is gotta be fucking accountable you gotta be willing to hear you're fucking up and fix it ain't nobody hating on you my nigga I love you, and I see you doing some fuck shit, or I see you out here bad, nigga. It's not hate, it's love, and I'm trying to build you up. Don't quit trying to think everybody's shitting on you. Ain't none of us really doing that great to want to say somebody's hating on us. Like, stop that shit. People take that shit and just run it like everybody's doing something. You're not. You're fucking up, my nigga. Bitch, ain't nobody hating on you with all them motherfucking kids that's disrespectful, uneducated, ignorant as fuck. You standing up cussing them out and talking to them like they grown-ass men and women and calling them all out, their name, fucking up their personal and self-images. Ain't nobody hating on that shit, bitch. Ain't nobody hating on Section 8 motherfucking welfare living ass bitches. That is not hate, my nigga, by telling you to do better, by giving you ways and showing you how to not depend on the fucking government to live. That's not hate, boo. That's love. Everybody wish they could get free rent, but because a motherfucker ain't got free rent don't mean they hating on you for having it. It means they're telling you you worth more than that and you better than that and you don't have a need for that, bitch. You being lazy. Get the fuck up off your ass and take care of these motherfucking responsibilities because I guarantee you if you had to take care of them, bitch, you ain't trying to make no more of them. Because, see, then you know what it's like to go it out. Man, y'all ain't no motherfucking better, bro. Ain't nobody... Hating on you, living off the Section Eight, bitch. My nigga, if your girl, I'ma put y'all. Man, hold on. Let me let me run this. If you fucking with this bitch and she on Section Eight and getting food stamps, plus little electricity assistance, all of that shit that come with the little government benefits, right? That's cool. Why not? Why ain't the two of you motherfuckers using the system to your ability? Because see, them fool stamps don't require for you to have to be in no type of work programs or nothing. And neither do that motherfucking Section 8. It don't require nothing. So why don't you two stupid motherfuckers go to school? Why don't you go ahead and use that financial aid for something like actually bettering your fucking self. Don't take out no unnecessary ass loans, my nigga. Don't take out nothing that you don't literally need. Like you can get through school just off of motherfucking, um, your Pell Grant. You can, you can make school work literally off your Pell Grant because your room and board and everything else is taken care of. Them loans is for people that would live on campus and have to pay for their room and board. You're not doing that. So you don't really need that, bro. So why don't you just get your financial aid, Go, I mean, get a Pell Grant, let that pay for your courses and your books, be good, make that work in that department and go ahead and get where the fuck you trying to go, my G. Why not If you're on Section 8, why not get into the family self-sufficiency program where they literally pay you to do what the fuck it is that you say you're going to do? So as soon as you get a gig and you start having to pay rent, your portion that you pay to the landlord that they would typically pay for you goes into an escrow account, which collects interest. And as soon as you complete your goal, that money goes to you and it doesn't count against you or your Section 8. There you have the deposit to buy your fucking house or to further your degree or whatever your goal is. Like This is the sad part about Section 8 that motherfuckers don't even utilize. Y'all just want a motherfucker to pay y'all rent for y'all. That's it. You're not using the program for what it's for, which is to help you to get a fucking leg up to better yourself me personally I feel as though if you're not a college student you shouldn't be on section 8 you out here freelance fucking that's your responsibility you take care of it you didn't want to protect yourself and you let that nigga do you and that nigga didn't want to protect himself and he did you that's on y'all Period. Fuck it. What is the point? Bro, you nine times out of ten, you ain't on the lease. So you can go get a motherfucking job. And you can still be stacking money, creating a fucking savings for yourself. And providing for them kids and that household that you in. Why y'all ain't got to pay no rent though? I don't understand it. Like, y'all motherfuckers, y'all content with being at the bottom. But swear to God, somebody hating on you. Nigga, ain't nobody hating on your one foot in the penitentiary ass. That's not hate, my nigga. Motherfuckers just don't have time to entertain the dumb shit no more. People actually realize what they have to lose. Some people understand what this life is about and they just ain't with the fuck shit, my nigga. And they like, fuck you and what you stand for because you really don't stand for shit. Because at the end of the day, Whatever the fuck it is you doing, you doing it right in your own community. You're not doing it in somebody else's, so you only literally hurting the motherfuckers that you look at and swear to God that you supposed to love. You hurting people that look just like you. You taking another parent out of a household because they got a malfunction, and you say, "Well, sure. Let me let me pimp that. Let me expose that." Let me shit on you while you down. Because, see, you got this weakness. And since you got this weakness, I'm going to get all that I can up out of you. Nigga, you sick. Fuck you. You ain't shit. You's a leech, nigga. You's a mooch. you know different than the fucking government. And the government is that way because we made them that way because we give them the power and authority, which, in truth... The motherfucking people have the power and the authority. But the people too afraid to stand up to their government. But you see, these motherfuckers all around the world. If y'all looked and seen what Venezuela is doing, Venezuela's the whole country is in the streets. The whole country. They dare at the front door saying fuck y'all we're not accepting this you will not do this to us meanwhile in america some little dumbass little white boy just went and killed his girlfriend's daddy the the brother the girlfriend and then went and killed his parents too and now it's a manhunt the president is on some straight fuck shit and trying to enforce martial law as soon as he can. He wants y'all to be at a point of unrest. He playing with y'all. This is a cat and mouse game. And he 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 know what he doing. I'm gonna give you just a little bit and then I'm gonna throw your ass back in the shock, And then I'm gonna come up a little bit and I'm gonna throw you back in the shock. And after so long of being tithered, uh, back and forth, that pity pat ass game, you gon' flip the fuck out and be like, fuck this, this you snap. You can't keep yo-yoing people around. Oh, you safe, you unsafe, you safe, you unsafe, you safe, you unsafe. Nigga, fuck your safety. That's what happens. You ain't gonna keep telling me i'm safe and then i'm unsafe nigga fuck your safety i'm gonna forever be unsafe and that's the mentality they take and then that's how they move and that unsafe mentality which is survival mode and he's trying to push the whole world into survival mode and y'all don't get it y'all y'all act like y'all don't see it like it don't matter But back to things I can control, I guess, is the way to think about this. I need you females to stop disrespecting your sons. I need you females to treat your sons Like they gonna grow up to be somebody's husband one day and teach him what a woman is supposed to look like and how to respect a woman. Cause see all these unloved ass men with all this heartache and all this hurt and all this rejection and abandonment that they feel that all came from their mammies. Because they didn't hold them enough. They didn't cuddle them enough. They was too busy telling him he was the man at a house and he was like four, five years old. You too busy telling him he's sexy. Like that ain't some pedophile shit. Babies are not sexy, my nigga. Babies are beautiful. Babies are gorgeous. Babies are cute. Babies can be handsome. Babies are not sexy. That babies are not your boyfriends. You don't call babies daddy. All this old pedophiliac ass behavior y'all got going on. I'm looking at black women like y'all done lost y'all goddamn mind. You don't you don't call you don't call babies poppy. That ain't his motherfucking name. You don't call him that. You call him by his name. He is a child. He's not a man. And quit telling him to man up and take it. Quit telling him to that they have to they can't cry. That girls cry, boys don't. Fuck that. Boys have emotions too. Boys have feelings too. And then they grow up to be these heartless ass men that y'all programmed them to be, and then all of a sudden that's a problem. One of my one of my mini me's just woke up, so I'm finna have to get her set up with a breathing treatment. I don't know where you think you're going, little girl, but you're definitely finna take this treatment. And, um, I must, cause I'm gonna have to step out. So I'm just letting y'all know to be prepared for the sounds and what's about to take place. Cause I can't not do this. So, um, quit treating these little boys like they're men. Quit disrespecting these babies. That's all it is, is disrespect to the utmost. And these babies don't deserve it. They were not given to you, were loaned to you for you to then treat them like anything other than the treasures that they are. Quit disrespecting your daughters. First of all, I wanna say quit being jealous of your daughters. That's that's a whole nother level of sick shit. Like, y'all got these little girls and then y'all get jealous of them because they get attention. And you you, you treat them fucked up and you call them all out their name. You call them all types of bitches and hoes and, you know, want to slap on them and fight on them. You like literally beating your kid for nothing, for being a kid. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm sorry for whoever beat you and treated you that way. Cause see, you learned that bullshit behavior. It didn't just come out of nowhere. So I'ma apologize. I'm sorry for whoever it was that didn't know how to love you and didn't know how to treat you like a child with the respect, the love, the care, and the nurture that you deserved. Cause it's a fucked up cycle, and it needs to stop. Like, I can understand. Like, you every once in a while, you know, you get a little motherfucker in there, or you know what I'm saying? Like, you and eh. and that's kind of pushy. I mean, but all of that other extra ass shit, it ain't calls for G. Like, that's 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 detrimental to the whole the baby's whole being. And you fucking them up. You fucking up their chances to be anything. You're not giving them the opportunity to be able to shine. And that's not cool. You taking away and stripping away what they are to become. Before they even get a chance to experience the rest of the world. Because... You don't know how to deal. For any of my listeners who um, have not yet had children, let me give y'all a little tidbit. Whatever fucked up or dysfunctionality that you have in your life right now, clean that up. Whatever emotional baggage that you have, clean that up. Get some therapy, go to counseling. Do whatever it is that you need to do to make yourself whole. And once you make yourself whole, then look into having children. Then you're ready to have children. Because this is something that they're not going to tell you in them classrooms. This is something they're not going to tell you in them school books. If you want to break generational curses, you have to start with yourself and your DNA. You literally change the thoughts, the mindset of the first being. It will then duplicate and replicate itself into the next. So, all y'all that's in these relationships and y'all, y'all, y'all doing it and y'all, y'all making shit happen, go to counseling. Clean out your emotional closet. Change your emotional fucking bank account from being in the negative and make that motherfucker abundant. Work on yourself. Heal yourself completely and thoroughly. In doing so, when you reproduce, you will reproduce children from that healthy mindset, meaning your children already have the chance and the ability to thrive. They won't have The the negative parts of your DNA, the, the hurt, the abandonment, the overwhelming issues that you deal with, that you struggle with, the hurts, you won't pass those down to your kids. So as you heal yourself, you are then repairing the chains of your DNA. It literally changes your DNA to heal yourself. Once you do that... You you change the outcome of your children. I don't know the name of the fucking formula. And it's going right on back to math class. We're going to keep taking these math lessons. Um, I know I'm finna fuck this up. But I, it's something. Pythagorean's theorem or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck it is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all that don't fucking look it up shit. But... A squared plus B squared equals C squared is the dynamic of the family. The child can only be as great as its parents are. So if you have some untapped into energies or um, talents, that's okay. You don't have to have them tapped into, but you have to fucking have them first. If You are dysfunctional, suffering from abandonment issues, and you are an alcoholic or a motherfucking drug addict, a pill head, a syrup junkie, like whatever you want to call it. All this that you're dealing with, then the baby daddy, he got his abandonment issues. You know, his parents, one or, or both, abandoned him. And, you know, he was abused mentally, physically, sexually. And then he got his addictions and his vices. And now y'all came with these both these chaotic ass worlds and came together and created a child. What the fuck do you think you just created? What chance does your child have? Your, ch- your child Has a higher fucking probability of doing exactly the same shit that you've done because of the first of all, his and then a plane wanna go by. We're gonna take a pause. Your child has the probability of repeating your exact life unless somebody gets to them and begins to implant the seed, or they have that awakening somehow that says, this shit's not right. It has to be something greater or better to life than this and choose to do different. I don't know what my dad's demo was. I can't speak to it because I was not there. And my father, um, committed suicide while high off of drugs in 1988. So, I have that going for me. And then, on my mom's side, it's total chaos and dysfunctionality. Like, it's it's just fucked up. But I, I understand her background. My mom was adopted at birth. And later on, discovered who her birth parents were. So she always struggled with that abandonment issue. You know what I'm saying? That was a struggle. And then she eventually started using drugs and, you know, being defiant and disrespectful to a certain degree. I mean, defiance is disrespect in itself. Um, And those two disrespectful, defiant... uh, drug addicts. <laughs> oh, my daddy was a car thief. So let's add that that little factor to the equation. He rode bikes. He was my daddy was a was an outlaw. Some motherfuckers don't know that about me, but yeah. Put it on the table. Now you know. See where your girl get it from. It's in me, not on me, baby. Um, oh, he was also a pimp. So that's a lot going on. So a lot of shit. Now take all that, right? And you say, I'm going to give these traits to her. And she said, I'm going to give these traits to her. And y'all want to know how to fuck my name convict. It should be no, no question now. But there was, there was, there's other things and interworkings. Like my daddy side of the family, they're entrepreneurs. My great grandma um, did hair right from her house. Like she had a salon built into her house. Um, my great, I'm trying to figure out how is it. My great aunt, she had a salon in her house, but she also entrepreneur, also college educated. Um, she ran the uh, city council where she lived in Kankakee. She, um... So, my grandmother on my mother's side, that motherfucker was a piece of work too. She worked with the with, um, the alderman and the mayor. She worked with and for Harold Washington. So, like, even though it's some underlining fuck shit, intellectually I have those gifts as well. So I literally have the perfect mixture in my eyes. I have street and motherfucking bug smart. I can play and choose which arena I wanna fucking interact in. I don't have to say, oh, I'ma go fuck with these streets and make that my life. Cause I can take that same street understanding and knowledge to the corporate world and use my books and allow what I know about the streets to work for me there, which is what I do. So you have to understand your DNA to understand who you are and how far you can go. I at first chose the streets. I chose the streets from 15 to 33. I'ma be honest. I didn't really know who I was I didn't have an idea of who I was, fuck no, who I was. I didn't even have an idea of who or what the fuck I was, what I wanted, what I was doing. I was out here fucking and making babies and was, I mean, at the end of the day, I still took care of them. I still provided for them. I still made sure come hell or high water, they had a roof over their head and shit. I was taken care of. I can't lie and say I was out here uh, 9 to 5 in it all my life. i would be lying. Every nigga I ever fucked with, I'm sorry, every man I've ever fucked with took care of me from the time I was 15 onward. I don't know nothing else. So, I worked because I wanted to. Not because I had to because my man held the household down as his job. I did my job. I always had a hustle. I always had money flowing. I always had something coming in. So it's not like I was just some bum ass bitch that was living off a nigga, no. I got the the street, and the, again, the street smarts enough to know how to make a dollar come through, how to make something shake, you know what I'm talking about? So it was what it was. So me being who I am, I now look back at my children and I say, it took me to get to 33 to have my motherfucking light switch flip on. Okay, we're going to say around about 30 because I was, yeah, it was dead ass 30. I was 29 when I started my own company. So about 26, 27, shit started to make a little bit more sense. I started to realize that I had a little work. I started to realize what my intellect was. I started to realize that I really can do something. Like I can do something other than fucking and sucking and getting drunk and partying and, you know, half-ass taking school serious. Cause at this point, I got a couple of certifications behind my name. I didn't went to school and done some shit. Not a not completed like not no associates and nothing. But I got certifications and shit. So what if I took one or two of these certifications that I got and made some twerk with it? So that's what I did. I started my own company while hustling it wasn't even just a one-sided hustle that motherfucker was when I look back at some of my accomplishments in my criminal life I'm proud of myself um at the fact that I've never been caught that that's kind of gave me stop while I was ahead like just stop just let that shit go I'm glad I had that light but at the same time, I understand that, you know, what's destined to be is gonna be, and some shit just ain't for everybody. Like, everybody ain't meant to go to jail. And that's why it look like some niggas don't have consequences. But they struggles is different. Just cause that nigga didn't get caught and go to jail don't mean he not living in a mental prison. Don't get it fucked up. That's all I can to say. But, um, going through those things is how I'm here, in this place, at this crossword, or crossroad, in, in this journey of saying, what the fuck is next? I, I awakened a part of me five years ago that said, you better than what it is that you've allowed yourself to become you've allowed yourself to be a victim or you've chosen a victim mentality, excuse me, of please feel sorry for me or my life was hard and, or my childhood was hard and I didn't have these things or I didn't get those things. So just just accept the fact that I'm refusing to now learn these things and be these things because it wasn't taught to me then. I, um, I want people to understand and know my child ranking at 150 out of 740, it's a beautiful feeling. Cause as I told y'all before, I was the bottom of every class because I just didn't want to put forth the effort. I just did enough to pass the class. Like, I know what, I, I know what the fuck y'all talking about. I know what y'all doing. If I can just pass all the tests, fuck the homework. That was my mentality, for real, y'all. So, for me to have a child that I have always pushed and said to her, your job in life is to be greater than me. That's your only job. Your job is to take my playbook, to take my memoirs, to take everything about me, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything about me and be greater than me in every fucking way. No matter what that look like, no matter what it take, your job is to be better than your mother. And she took that challenge. She accepted that challenge. And as of right now, she is definitely beating my ass. Because she's better than me in high school. She did that. Sports. Uh, Varsity, basketball. She played basketball all four years. Well, okay, she didn't play all four years. One year she didn't make the cut, so she was the team manager, but she was still involved. She was still engaged. Um, Academically, she's never had less than a 3.5 GPA, never less than that. This motherfucker missed a whole month of school and came back and still ended the semester with a 3.75 after missing a whole month. Random teachers, their assignments, everything they wanted, everything they asked for with no hesitation, no questions asked. My baby did that. But that's because of the support system that she has. She knows that, and a reward system, because life rewards you and let you know when you're doing the shit the right way and you're on the right track. As should your parents. Going to school is definitely for her. It's definitely to her benefit. It's definitely all about her. But me rewarding her or being able to allow her to see the appreciation of her actions of doing what she needs to do. It's just a big payoff. So... She was greatly rewarded for everything that she's done. Um, But she has definitely risen to the challenge of being better than me. My second born, she's not really with the challenge. She's more or less like, fuck it. I can be like you. I like you. I like the way you are. I want to be just like you. And I think this is one of the harder points of being a parent is because now it's trying to revamp me. Because it's me that you see, it's me that you want, it's me that you want to be. So now if you wanna be me, I can't allow you to be the bad part of me. I can't let you be the lack part of me. I can't allow you to be the inconsistent parts of me. I have to now step up to the fucking plate to this job of parenting that I accepted and I have to transform myself to be the greatest version of myself so that she will then be the greater version of herself because she's literally trying to mimic and emulate all the fucked up traits of me. I have my third one who is just kind of like, yeah. Whatever, (laughs) literally there's a license plate that says whatever, it's kind of funny. But she has that aspect of me. She has the nonchalantness of me where she still excels in school. She still pushes herself. She is still taking and so far accepted the challenge to being the the better than mom, the greatest version of herself. And you got baby girl that is just kicking everybody's ass because she has the, the, <laughs> the cheat codes. Because she gets to see everybody else fuck up and make her decision to say, I don't want no part to that. Let me take this left right quick. Y'all stay over there with that. I don't want none of that. So academically, she's excelling. A plus B equals C. And I'm only speaking on A, myself. I'm not speaking on B, because B is not about me. It's about their fathers. And what they chose to do and who they are, what I can say is none of their fathers are stupid. By no means. Now, what other of the shit is in a tree? A, don't know. But I know they're not dumb. I know that they're not... um, intellectually they are they're good people intellectually they're are they can stand their own they can they can hold a conversation they can they can put the pieces of the puzzle together academically they can stand on their own if it wasn't something that they did it was because they just didn't want to do it it's not because they couldn't do it it's a difference so they at least intellectually have what they need to be able to sustain, to be able to be good people. All of that, the whole rundown about myself to say this, if I was a mother that constantly disrespected my children, my daughters, calling them bitches and hoes and pussies and and just cussing them out demeaning their person they would not be able to thrive the way that they do i'm not gonna say i've never said those words i can't say that to two of them i've never uttered those words two of those i have and It was the most hurtful shit that I could have ever done. And I begged them, I begged for their forgiveness. And I make sure that I reaffirm to them that they are beautiful, that they are intelligent, that they are intellectuals, that they have everything that they need was already given to them. Anything that they're lacking, is because they're not applying themselves because they have all the tools already. Now, you have to be willing to figure out your tools and how to use them. If you're not, then that's just your personal character flaw and you're not going to get it until you do. So now my goal is to teach my children what their tools are and how to use them before they get 30, before they become 30, before they get 25. If you know your tools and how to use them, as a young age, you can't do shit but do great as you get older because you now have knowledge and wisdom. I mean, you have knowledge and understanding, which then you have the foundation for wisdom, which means to to put that knowledge in action. You are now putting it to work. You're utilizing it. can't stop so this is how and where the community comes in effect this is how and where the community comes into play this is how and where the community is effective and effective because you either build your circle of people that are where you want to be which the, that means the direction that you're going in, or you build your circle with those that are like-minded. I'm forever changing circles, because where I'm going, my growth is forever constant. I can't continue to, to do the same stupid shit that I did three, four, five years ago, because that shoot. No longer fits me. I've outgrown that. There's certain shit that I can't play dumb to. I can't fake laugh at ignorance. I can't stomach ignorance for long. There's only so much stupidity I can handle as an individual. So I, I understand that and I move accordingly. Quit being afraid to walk away from people when you've outgrown situations, when you've outgrown what was there. Either you have a, okay, you have a choice. You can either grow them up to you or you're gonna have to leave because if not, you're retarding your own growth. You are slowing yourself down and you're staying in a place of slowness. You're gonna become stagnant and when you become stagnant the problems develop you begin to argue you begin to bicker more you begin to nitpick more you become um what's that word i can't even think right now you hold grudges you become resentful of those people and They like you changed and it's not really so much as you've changed as you've just grown and they're not willing to grow with you or they're just growing in a different direction. Sometimes you have to be able to also acknowledge and recognize that just because you want to grow in the same direction with a person doesn't necessarily mean that you will or that you are. So you have to be able to accept their path as well. So build your circles on where you're headed, what it is that you want to do. At least one person in your circle should be more advanced than you, at least one. Each person in your circle should have whatever your weakness is should be their strength so that you learn those tools and how to utilize those tools from those people within your community. And when y'all built and y'all learn and y'all growing together, then your, your community then becomes unstoppable. So now you have a great foundation. And now when your community starts to have children and you have children, and y'all are raising these children together along the same accord, with the same understanding. Now, guess what they're building? That's the second generation of that community. And now they have their seeds and now they're learning to grow together and make it all work together. And where you're weak, they're strong and they can balance each other. And guess what they've learned? They've learned first of all, most importantly, communication skills. They know how to talk. They know how to hold a conversation. They know how to build. They know how to see something, figure it out, I mean, well, formulate a plan and then put it into action and go forth and make it be successful. And if there's something wrong with their plan, they know not to fall off and, and give up on it because they were given great tools. But that don't, can't happen if ain't nobody holding nobody accountable. If you men instead steady letting your bros disrespect women and put their hands on women and doing the stupid ass shit we want to call them all out they name and treat them bad and I, I want to fuck this bitch that bitch and lying and if you kick it with nothing but liars and thieves you can't be mad when you are associated as being a liar or a thief birds of a feather you can say you a different kind of bird but it don't matter your basic principles your core principles are the same you think the way they think that's why y'all can entertain each other That's why when you sit back and you look at Vic and you pay attention to my Facebook and you pay attention to my circles and you pay attention to the people that you see me with in public, you typically see me with my kids. You typically see me by myself. I move a certain kind of way. And when I move, I don't, I can't have uncertainty around me as if this person is going to move the way I move. Now, I can go have drinks with somebody. I can go chill with somebody, but who I fuck with the heaviest is myself. Cause I I am what I am. People tolerate me for the most. No one actually fucks with me because my personality is really that strong. I'm I'm that opinionated. And most people that would consider it a flaw. I don't give a fuck. I'ma stand on it. I am who I am and I stand on the truth and I stand on moving a certain type of way and there's some shit I'm just not going to accept and I'm not going to tolerate. If I can't accept it from myself, I'm damn sure not going to be able to accept it from you. But if you ever need somebody to talk to or, you know what I'm saying, a shoulder to crawl on, I can definitely be there for you. I just know where I stand with you. And that's what it is. Start building your circles, and I have to. I teach my girls that. Start building your circle. Look at your friends. What your friends doing? What your friends wanna do? They trying to go to college. They trying to have careers, or they too busy trying to Snapchat all day. If your friends don't wanna do shit but Snapchat, text, Facebook, and you know, they content with just going to work, working for another motherfucker, and, and shit, paying bills. If that's what they're content with, I mean. Unless you're content with that lifestyle, y'all not going to see eye to eye. So y'all ain't going to be friends long. Or at least not the best of friends, my nigga. y'all going to be associates. I have a lot of associates. I've outgrown the people that I consider to be my friends. I move different, and that's okay. I can't be 40-plus still doing the same shit that I was doing at 25. Just in a different fucking place. Just under a different fucking disguise. Y'all have to realize at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what club it is. All clubs is the same. You you have to understand that. It's shit. Cause they got more music. I mean, did this music here, that music there is still a club. A bar is still a bar, my nigga. I refuse to be 40 plus somebody's bar or a nightclub or a motorcycle set single as fuck out here talking about turn up kick it and drinking and fucking random ass niggas like uh, I don't see that being the rest of my life I'm not cut that way I'm designed for something greater when you know you design for greater you got to do great things so you get the fuck shit out your system and you, you know, you might have to go back and visit your partners every once in a while, you know, and reminisce, you know, have a nice little nostalgic-ass moment and be like, oh, I remember when we boop dee boop dee and yeah, da-da-da, and that'd be that. And you go back to your, to your life, your big-ass crib, your nice-ass whips, you know what I'm saying? Your motorcycles that you pull out when you want to And you go back and you, because it's like a reminder. That's how you never forget where you come from. Go back and visit and just look around at what's changed and how it's different and what has remained the same. And when you do that, you get to be like, you know what? I remember why I left this shit alone. I remember what kept me from coming back here. I remember now what kept me from staying in this place. And when you do that, just make sure you pass this knowledge down to them babies. Pass this work on to the babies. Quit being greedy. Quit being fucking stingy with knowledge, yo. Give that shit to your kids. Quit being jealous of the babies. You had your chance. Don't, don't be afraid that they're going to do something better with it be encouraged be prepared that they're going to do something better for with it. Nigga, you going to reap the benefits of it anyway if you did your job as a parent. If you was a good parent, your shorties is going to look out for you. Period. Shit, at the time even if they bad parents, the kids still look out for them because they learned about, you know, selflessness and they came across people that taught them how to love properly. And they understood that you was a fucked up individual or that you went through some fucked up shit and it was just all you knew and all you understood. So they still take care of you when it's all said and done because they understand you just a fucked up person. Don't stop them from loving you. You're going to always be their parent. So quit being scared to give them this motherfucking work and teach them the game. Ghosts. <laughs> I would think that was the hardest part of that movie. That motherfucker was like, teach me the motherfucking game, ghosts." You can't do nothing but respect it. You might not want them to follow that path, but if they determine to follow it, then teach them the motherfucking way not to get caught, G. Teach them how not to be fucked up out here. Teach them not to be fucking everything moving. Teach these little boys that he ain't got to fuck every bitch that come across his path. Teach your daughters that they ain't got to fucking suck every nigga that approach them or tell them that they pretty, because you should already be doing that, my nigga. That should already be your demo. Like, you should be already giving this information to your babies. No little girl should be impressed by what a nigga got in their pants or their pockets. Period. Because she should already know and she should already understand her worth. And she should already understand that she's worth more than some nigga fucking her. Or some nigga buying her a decent meal at a steakhouse or some shit. Because all she ever seen was motherfucking McDonald's all her life. Quit teaching these, treating these kids like they not people, man. They are intellectuals. They are individuals. Ripen in their mind. Take them and make them read books above their level. Don't let them tell you that dumb shit about, oh, no, he should only read words that, 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 Fuck that. Get them a dictionary. Teach them how to use it. Teach them how to read the dictionary first. you should be the one to teach your kids the ABCs and how to spell their name their color, their shapes, how to count how to add, how to subtract you supposed to teach them that so when they get to school they only polishing up on the other shit it's, that's not supposed to be their only source of motherfucking knowledge think about it your children are starved mentally physically Emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And all of it is your fault. All of it is your community's fault. All of it is your city's fault. But the worst part is it's your fault. Because while they did what they did, you didn't do your job. And your job is to love, nurture, and honor your motherfucking shorties. That's your job fathers mothers i don't there is no such thing and no excuse as she won't let me see my shorty there's no excuse about not paying child support or providing for a child if you're not in the fucking household get off that dumb shit about i'ma do for my house and she can do for hers. get off that dumb shit g for real same thing to you basic ass bitches that's out here on child support too cause it ain't just me and on child support it's a lot of you hoes that ain't out here doing y'all job and I mean y'all hoes too I don't give a fuck how nobody feel about it fuck y'all cause as a woman who carried a shorty if you can walk away from them fuck you I don't give a fuck what you had going on in your life I don't give a fuck what your struggle was your strength was supposed to come from them when they was little, that, that looking in that little bitty ass face and understanding that that little, that, that being, that baby, that, that little bitty bundle of, of pure hell, the, <laughs> the, the little parasite that grew inside of you for all that time is now sitting here with that beautiful ass face of innocence and they literally depend on you for everything. That should make you feel like the strongest and most capable motherfucker in the world. A motherfucker shouldn't be able to tell you nothing. A person could not tell me that I'm weak, especially after I had my first shorty. You couldn't tell me before I had her. You couldn't tell me shit before I had my shorty fuck you think you can tell me now that I didn't have one that I went through that and I survived that's your first survival you are literally in a moment of life and death as you birth the child into a into the world and when you show that you are strong enough and especially if you do it vaginally you've shown the whole fucking universe that you are strong enough to bear and bring forth life my nigga, everything else is a cakewalk. And if you can't motherfucking walk and hold cake, fuck you. Period. I don't give a fuck who like it. That's how I feel and I stand on it. But understand that they need you. They need you. Because if they got to get it from somewhere else, it's going to be hard for them to accept it because they always have in the back of their mind my parents' parent or parents, plural, did not want me. And that's a fucked up ass way for a child to grow up. And I'm talking to you as that broken ass child that grew up trying to comprehend what the fuck I did that was so wrong that my parents didn't want me, that they couldn't love me, that I wasn't enough for them to say, fuck anything, everything, like this right here is all I ever needed. And when you get to the bottom of that and you're given the chance, and you're given the opportunity to bring forth life, that's exactly the stance you take. And it's come hell or high water, nigga. You're going to have to kill me to get to them. It's just that simple. But enough about my rant. I hope y'all are able to, to listen and stomach through.